This is Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about Jeopardy. What is Jeopardy? Or who is Jeopardy? Well, shouldn't it be who is Alex Trebek? Yeah, RIP. But yeah, I mean, he's been the face of the show as the host. He definitely shaped it into what it is, no matter what. I mean, I don't even know if you know this, but was he like the only host of this show? I don't know. Or at least he's been doing it for an incredibly long time. Yeah, probably since we were born. Way before even, I feel. The Vince Scully of (laughs) game shows. That's kind of strong. Yeah. A name that I feel most people know, even if you didn't watch the show. I mean, I'll say it off the bat. I was never a watcher of the show. Not that I'm not a fan. I'm sure if like it's on TV, I'd probably enjoy it. Just never watched it. But somehow if you would just say his name, I'd know exactly who you were talking about. He's just one of those faces that we've kind of seen throughout our whole lives. I mean, we're like in our 20s, so he's just part of our world, really. Yeah, I feel like Jeopardy in general, well, one, I'll just say I wasn't a big watcher of it either at all. It wasn't like a thing that was on in our household. And I don't know, it never really even occurred to me to watch it, if that makes sense. Like... It just was more so a thing that you would see, like, if you go visit someone in the nursing home or, you know, I don't know. I was just going to ask, like, anyone in your family, mostly grandparents and stuff, ever watch it or not? Not that I know of. I mean, maybe, but I don't remember it being a thing. Yeah, not in my household either. We were into Family Feud a little bit more, mostly because my grandma used to like to watch it. Funny shit is she would watch it, but she didn't know English. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how that worked, but... <laughs> she could just tell by the yeah, emotion. Yeah, she could tell. And, or I don't know, I think there used to be, like, the SAP button, which just, like, translates mm. to Spanish. But I don't think every show was translated. So somewhere in Spanish, somewhere. It's the life. But she enjoyed <laughs> it, and we used to pop it on because she used to watch it. And I'm pretty sure she still does. So shout out to her and Steve Harvey. <laughs> I mean, if anything... For what I remember watching in terms of a game show with my family, and speaking of another kind of icon of a host who also recently passed away, Regis Philbin, was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. But yeah, Jeopardy, I feel like, was a thing that just existed. It was always kind of there, never really would think much of it, it would just kind of pop up sometimes. Do you think it had like a, I don't know if stigma is the right word, but... Did you view it in like a certain way that wasn't, I don't know, exciting or? Of course. (laughs) I wouldn't say it wasn't that. It was just like out of the TV game shows. It's probably the one that at least seemed like you needed to have the higher IQ to watch. And that could throw you off a little bit. Especially when you're just trying to like watch for entertainment. Like I told you, like mostly in my house, it was like what my grandma was watching at that time or like in the evening or whatever. And she barely knew English or didn't know English. So that's like out of the question. So yeah, it definitely had that. Like, not that it was out of our league, but it was not for us. We weren't like the crowd for it at the time. I mean, you put it on right now and you best believe I'm going to win the game. (laughs) Not really. But. Yeah, so it it had a little something to it that maybe is the reason we didn't really watch it. But what about you? Well, I was just going to bring up also, you know, we've talked about Nickelodeon on the show many times. And 
usually when we do, it's about the cartoons, but Nick also had game shows on yes, deck. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And those were much more entertaining. Like, you had the green slime. Like, there was so much stuff where those were what I was watching, if anything. I mean, you had smarts, IQ, you know, athleticism. Talk about <laughs> guts, Legends of a Hidden Temple. I'm sure there's like four more. I'm blanking. It's been like two decades. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was for sure tuning in to Nick way more than these type of game shows. Well, maybe we'll do a separate game shows episode. But just right now, for the moment, would you give them pro or con or in general? Just like game shows? Yeah. Oh, that's a pro. <laughs> I mean, I've watched so many that... I'd be the biggest hypocrite if I said con in any sort of way. I'd even go as far as to count, like, the Food Network ones. Mm. It's like the supermarket one. I forgot. Supermarket Sweep. They're, like, bringing back or some shit like that. I find them entertaining. Like, yeah, it's it's a pro easily. I think for me it really depends on the show. Like, I could go pro or con depending on which. There are a lot of corny ones out there. I feel like there's a lot of room for growth in them but anyway we can save that for a separate episode of that let's get back to jeopardy you pro or con the name jeopardy pro it i feel like it's bold one word easy to remember you almost picture the logo with it right away so it has like strong branding in that sense and i don't know i feel like the word it's kind of fun playful but it's also not a super basic word where I feel like it matches the show. Does it feel high stakes? You know, jeopardizing your money or some shit? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. It's also, again, along with Alex Trebek and along with the game itself, the name is like ingrained into, I don't know, like our world, our life. I feel like many times throughout my life, you try to describe a game or some shit and someone's like oh like jeopardy or like it's something that you use all the time even if you're not necessarily talking about the show it's just strong like it's it's here to stay type of shit and along with everything you said it's an easy one to pro before we get into the game itself what about the set design because i feel like when i've seen clips of jeopardy over the years because you know sometimes it goes on social media for different reasons it feels like a very outdated set design like it feels from the 90s or something or i don't know what period exactly but it definitely feels of something old to me and not that i'm considering to watch it but if i were to i would want to see like a completely new look that feels more maybe not 2020 because not the best year but at least like 2019 you know or 2015 even i mean you got to remember this is a show of traditions yeah i, mean, I know <laughs> same host for <laughs> decades you know same thing with the set designer they didn't change you know <laughs> or their inspiration but yeah for sure very outdated if anything change was the resolution on the tvs they use (laughs) (laughs) and even those probably you know since they put a bunch of them together they're probably only like 720p (laughs) but very old school somehow it like fit but maybe that was also part of like could throw you off you know you have all these shows they like evolve or 
just feel like newer even like wheel of fortune like it's a game that's been going on forever but somehow it still feels new or even the lighting could be a difference but every time you pop on a jeopardy if it wasn't for the resolution of like the cameras <laughs> you wouldn't know what year it was in you know and even the people in it they <laughs> the nerds you know they <laughs> the style hasn't changed since the <laughs> 90s or 80s so yeah set the sign give it like a light con just because it could be a little better i'm gonna go with a solid to heavy con on that <laughs> but i also get that for some people the fact that the show in general is kind of like you said a relic from the past or traditional type thing i get that it's a pro for some people to have it that way but for me i'd rather see something more modern but should we get into the game itself uh yeah this is again one of the things that is still to this day not the easiest for me to understand like it's not difficult at all but there's just some things that i'm like why you know <laughs> like what whoever had the idea of like setting up the answer so that you have to answer with a question oh yeah i mean that's something where <laughs> obviously it's unique to the game and yeah. it stands out but i think we could both say we're people of efficiency and keeping it minimal and that is not how you do that yeah, like, I'm surprised I'm on a podcast. Like, I don't like <laughs> to talk much at all. So, yeah, that is the reason why you answer with a question, right? Because usually the answer is the card, right? Wait, say it again. For example, if it was this guy was a host of pros and cons, that is the answer. You would say what is or who is Jack and Kev. Right. You see, it's one of those things where, like, it makes sense, but no, it yeah, makes it, takes it just, a like, second. a bit complicated for absolutely no reason. Even right now when you were saying it, I had to, like, <laughs> reconfigure it in my brain. And then at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. But at the beginning, I was like, wait, just remembering, like, how it works. Real quick, though, again, something you may not know, but if you answer a question without the question at the beginning of the answer... Do you get it wrong or do they yeah. give you a chance? It's wrong. Disqualified Fuck. or whatever for that question. Because I feel like I'm competitive. For most people are, you know, if you're on that, you hit the buzzer or whatever it is. You're like, you have the answer. You're like eager to say it that yeah. even wording it could be like a challenge to put a question in front of it. But I got another one. Again, you may not know the answer to this, <laughs> but what if how you got to put the question, right? Let's say you got to say who is because it's a person, but right. you say what is what is Jack? Is it wrong technically? Yeah, I think so. Damn, yeah, you see what yeah, I you mean? Yeah, you got to be on point. You got to stay pretty sharp, and that's kind of scary because I'm also not the best with words. So in the heat of the moment, hit you with a which is Jack? <laughs> I'd be like, well, shit, I fucked up. <laughs> but one of those where I get it, but you just got to argue back, like. A gender is fluid and you got to use what? That's actually the proper way to say it in 2020. And they'll be like, okay, all right, you got it. No, someone has to get creative like that. Hopefully in one of the last shows they recorded. Go out with a bang, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of the overall flow, I'm sure most people know, but, you know, it's what, five titles for categories across the top and then it's different 
points or dollars from like 200, 400, 600, 800,000 or whatever. I think it changes between rounds. Mm -hmm. But basically you're trying to pick within certain categories like higher or lower difficulty for questions. What do you think of that system overall? Um, I like it. I think it's one of the classic game setups. Mm -hmm. Self-explanatory, like you know what you're getting. It's very visual, you know, um, which I like. You get to see the board, like, oh, people going for the the high dollar amounts or the low ones. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it makes sense. And just having the visual aspect of it is easy for me to pro. Yeah, I think it gives it this kind of base structure that within it has a lot of room for unpredictability. Like, you could take it so many different ways, so... When it's a person's turn, you're always wondering, oh, which one will they choose? So it kind of adds, I don't know if stakes is the right word, but at least, yeah, I guess unpredictability to a degree. I'm sure if you're a person who watches all the time, you have a sense of how it'll flow. But yeah, I like that it has kind of the structure, but can go a lot of directions within it. And having different categories is also cool because it's not just limited to one thing at a time. You get to switch it up. And even the design of the question or clue cards, I guess, is iconic at this point. Like you can just see a still or screenshot of it on social media. And without any other context, you know that's from Jeopardy. So I think... They've done a great job making that a recognizable branding kind of thing. And I think it is well designed, too, for that card. Yeah, I agree. If anything, this is like the timeless part of the show. You could still update your set, you know. And <laughs> this could technically almost look the same. Which also, while we're on that real quick, we had actually brought up a couple episodes ago in the puzzles one how, oh, would you rather be... A clue on New York Times crossword or on Jeopardy. And we had said Jeopardy because it's bigger, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like that's a thing we've seen a good amount over the years of like people we follow online who get included as a clue. And then it's like, oh, I made it, you know, like. Hell yeah, that's pretty dope. Now, <laughs> if your question goes up there and no one knows the answer, <laughs> you got a problem, you know what I mean? Um, so be careful what you wish for uh, <laughs> celebrities or Twitter, Instagram famous people, because you may not be known. Or maybe that's a good thing because the people making the clues questions are like, oh, we're going to stump them on this. True. I mean, if it was like one of those, you know, thousand hitters and shit, like right. one of the hard ones. Sure. But if your show is like a 200 <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, yo, you got me here. You have to like take my money. Zero me out. I know there's different rounds. I don't know all the details of how it works, but it's what, like a first round, second round, and final or something? Yeah, from my understanding, it's like a first round, which is like the normal, regular one, and then there's like a round of like double points or some shit like that, where you can accrue points or money, obviously at a faster rate. And then the last one, I think it's like one or two questions, but... You get to kind of double or bid on the amount of money you have. And this is more of like the strategy part, like to win the game. Because if you bet 
500, but you're only down by 200. You can obviously win the game, so on and so forth. So, yeah, I believe it's three rounds, and the last round is like the all-in to win it type shit. Which, if we're pro and uncounting this, I'd pro it. Like, it makes sense. A lot of game shows tend to have this sort of formula. Like, earlier we mentioned the shows we grew up watching. For me, it was Family Feud, and and that show is similar. It, like, makes it possible for teams to come back or people, whatever it is. It kind of keeps it interesting and not, like, a slaughterhouse if someone is just, like, winning from jump, you know? Yeah, I mean, at least from what I know of it, it sounds like it works. And obviously it's lasted this long. I'm not really sure how else it would go because it does kind of make sense to raise the stakes on a second round and then kind of wrap it up with a finale or whatever so yeah i think like pro would work and i know that guests or what do you call them guests participants players jeopardizers Jeopardizers. um i'm not sure probably participants some of them have gone on like crazy runs like there was that guy james something yeah who how long ago was that like a few years ago he went on a crazy run lately no more recently yeah but yeah, he had like a crazy run it was like it went through multiple years i don't really know how it works because i don't think he was like in every episode but he was just like a contestant or is that what yeah, they call him that's probably the word we were looking for he was like a contestant for like long and obviously kept winning on the episodes he was in yeah it's for sure something out there he's probably the winningest person on the show but i'm sure other people have had their crazy little runs at least from what i'm aware of his was the biggest one to kind of align also with social media being what it was where that amplified it too but also something else that i'll mention which i heard about because this woman claire mcnear who's from the ringer she has been writing a book on jeopardy that actually just came out like this past week and i was listening to a couple of her podcast appearances on different shows and on one they were talking about that and they mentioned how like before it used to be capped at like five games or something for someone to go on in a row and supposedly like there was one guy back in the day who was really amazing i think it was like bill something who she was saying maybe could have gone on a similar run Mm. because he was so good But, yeah, it was, like, James and some other guy who I don't remember who was more recent. And I think part of that was also about he, like, tapped into something with almost like how baseball has brought in analytics. Mm. Where you bring in these different things for how it works and really study it like crazy and implement Mm -hmm. that. So, I wonder if that'll continue to, like, evolve where people figure it out even more and go on even crazier runs. Well, just in case you were wondering, there's like two answers to this. One was uh, Ken Jennings. Oh, that was the guy. That was the other more recent guy that I was blanking on. He became a household name because of it or like why we know of him because he went on a 74 game win. Damn. That's wild. That's 74 freaking episodes. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. Is Jeopardy every day or once a week type thing? I feel like it's every weekday. So that's freaking insane. The crazy thing is, all that got him 3.3 mil. 
but he's not the one that's gotten the most money. <laughs> that's Brad Rutter, which when I looked up, he's the face I recognize. I didn't really recognize hmm. Kang Jennings. He's the winningest when it comes to money. He's made 4.6 mil on Jeopardy. Sheesh. So I guess his stakes were higher. He was betting higher. Damn. Even though he didn't do as many episodes. I don't know how many how, episodes. It oh, doesn't okay. say, but a mil more than the other guy. Which was is he insane. like recently also-ish? He's the one I recognize because when you brought it up, I said recently. But yeah, it says like January of this year. Oh, I shit. think it's when like Damn. either he lost or stopped. Hmm. But yeah. Just in case you were wondering how much money you can make <laughs> playing Jeopardy. Well, the person who made the most cash was Mr. Trebek himself. <laughs> <laughs> playing all you hoes. <laughs> Wasn't he making like, maybe this was a crazy number that someone said, but like 25 to 30 mil a year or something? Probably wasn't making that when it first started, but even if it was just like the last 10 or so years, that's freaking wild. I want to go back to Trebek again in a sec, but... Before we finish off with the guests, I feel like with them, that's almost part of why I couldn't get into the show ever was they feel very like stiff or I don't know. It was never relatable people to me or fun people. I don't know. Again, never. These these are people out here making apps. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Their heads are somewhere else. Uh, But yeah, I agree with you. I couldn't like relate to them they try to do things within the show to like make you relate to people like i've seen clips uh since his passing of like the funny moments and stuff and he used to say like a funny fact about you and kind of have you talk about it a little bit so he'd be like yo jack (laughs) i heard one day in fifth grade you slipped on a puddle of pee (laughs) tell us about that and that was kind of like their way to make it fun and like human but add personality add personality but i'm pretty sure most of the time the answers are probably bland too even though it's probably like a odd or funny story or whatever but yeah it's like abc channel humor you know yeah exactly um so they were like trying but i agree with you it was just never enough for me at least because for me i'm not looking to watch for the smartest people myself I'd rather watch it where it's just pure entertainment, where even we mentioned Dizzy Samira before, like if they were guests, it'd be just hilarious no matter what. We also watched an episode of King and the Sting where they tried out their own version of Jeopardy and it was really funny too. So I feel like the game format itself, if you have like interesting clues or funny clues or something Mm -hmm. and you mix that with entertaining guests... And you brought it into a modern set, then I feel like I could get behind it for sure. It's more so just how they do it, which I understand obviously appeals to millions of people and has worked for decades, but it's just not for me personally. Yeah, I can pretty much agree with that. What do you think it was about Trebek that made him this figure and last so long and be such an iconic host? Yeah, this one's tough for us to answer, I guess, since we weren't fully watching. But, again, from the clips I've seen, he just seemed like your white, witty host that you can, like, grow to love over years from watching. Because, like, Family Feud with Steve Harvey, like, that dude is charming or, like, he's, like, a smartass. Energetic, too. He's funny and, like, charismatic. 
with Alex, it seemed just like almost like the Vince Scully thing where like mm. he's probably like a good person to work with. You know what you're going to get from him. He's probably good at bringing up those little topics I just mentioned. And you just become familiar to him. There's the voice aspect. That's one thing. He's like one of those iconic voices. Like he's good at his job. And it's like the same way. Because like I used to listen to like anything Vin. And it's like, yeah, this dude's good. But I wouldn't say he's my favorite. You know? Right. And I think that's kind of how I feel about Alex. Where it's just like he was good at his job. And he right. did it for so long that that's just how you know this thing. It's like through him. Yeah, like, made him an icon because of it. Yeah, well said. How do you think it'll be when they replace him? Yo, I don't even know what to think. That might be more problematic than the elections <laughs> of 2020. <laughs> Who knows? Like, think about it. It's 2020. I don't think they'll announce that anytime soon. No, because I think the episodes that he taped before he died are running through like christmas so they're like set for the rest of the year yeah they have like a bunch pre-recorded so that won't be a thing till who knows probably like another yeah a couple months so they have they have some time to decide on how this can go good or really really bad I'll go ahead and ask you this who would be a great replacement if you had any uh, go ahead I guess it depends if they're trying to have, like, the same kind of fit or switch it up that much. Um, Jimmy Kimmel. Wow. I'm not even mad at that. I wasn't even thinking that. Not that he's going to leave his show necessarily, which I know has been booming. I don't know. It's, It's, like, too hard to narrow it down. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel was solid, but... By no means are these supposed to be problematic at all. These are just opinions. I'll throw that out there. But uh, number one, let's go female. But is it with Ellen DeGeneres? Oh, my God. Let's be problematic here. <laughs> Talk about charismatic Ellen DeGeneres, my one. And number two, if you want a little spice to it, someone that needs a job out there, Nick Cannon. Oh. <laughs> Would be great. I mean, we've seen him host a great show like Wildin' Out. <laughs> Uh, something else too like american something dance crew americans got talent he used to do one of i know those what shows. you're talking about yeah has experience <laughs> if you look past <laughs> his little history and controversies you'll have a great new host that will last so yeah those are my two answers i'm not mad at that i can see either <laughs> working actually before i forget and since we just mentioned that canon Not that there's much of a connection here, but I do like those little clips of Jeopardy having rap lyrics as the answers Mm. or questions. Again, it's a little confusing, but it's always pretty cool to see. Like, there's a bunch of, like, compiled videos of Alex just saying rap lyrics, but just in his voice. Yeah, like, Nas came up recently, right? Yeah, I've seen, like, Lil Wayne and Nas, and right. I'm sure Drake somewhere in there. So, yeah, those are pretty funny and cool to see. I hope the last few episodes have some more. That'd be dope. And I'm sure we're missing some details, or we got some things wrong on how it works, but like we said, we don't watch it, so we're just kind of going off what we know. But in terms of overall, I'd probably give it, like, a light or very light con. Probably a light con, because it could be a pro in terms of like the 
bare bones of the game, but how they approach it with stuff we talked about with set design or the type of guests they have on or how formal it can be, the kind of humor doesn't really work for me. So respect to Trebek, but it ain't for me. Let me catch you watching that shit when Nick Cannon's hosting it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably go with a light, light pro. I do agree with most of what you said. There's like a good amount of negatives within the show that could be improved for sure. And maybe if they keep going with the show and there's a new host and all that, maybe it's the right time to do all those changes. You don't want to change it too much, obviously, because then you'll lose the OG fans. But there's room for it and maybe it's a good thing. With that said, Alex, a legend, again, never really watched the show. Somehow I knew this dude, even by face. Shout out to him, rest in peace. But the show itself and the setup is one of those like classic just game styles, period, that probably going to be around as long as humans are around. It's probably inspired, I don't even know how many games. Even like the iPhone heads up, I'm pretty sure it's like a some sort of inspiration from jeopardy it's pretty similar i mean jeopardy is the biggest trivia game all time right it has to be up there for sure i don't want to say 100 percent, but 98 <laughs> percent. yeah so yeah it's just it's tough to to con it it's done like a lot of good in the world i wonder if countries have like their own version of it i'm pretty hmm. sure at least the bigger countries do so yeah i'd give it like a light pro Alright, so that wraps it up for this week's pros and cons. I'm Jack. You can find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O, on everything. And I'm Kev. You can find me at Same Old Kev pretty much everywhere. During the era of the hippies, they would often throw up two fingers as a hand gesture and say this phrase to accompany it. What is peace?